Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Rocket Mortgage. Confidence. Support for the Adam Carolla Show comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Why can't clients get approved in minutes, not weeks? Or make adjustments to their rate and term in real time? Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans answered those questions and more. It gives you the confidence to buy a home or refinance your existing loan. Fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. That's right. That's what Rocket Mortgage does. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. What else do you need to know? And again, these guys support the show and are great sponsors. So, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. To get started, just go to rocketmortgage.com slash Adam. That's rocketmortgage.com slash Adam. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, from Podcast One's sit-in, Allie Hilfiger and Steve Nash. With Gina Grad on news, Bald Brian on sound effects, and Jeff Cesario is here for the sports with Chet Waterhouse. And now, like Rudolph, he also has a red nose. And that's just from years of alcoholism. Adam Carolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We love that about you. As we round the corner and go into uh, 2018. Our ninth year. Good day, Gina Grad. Good day to you. And Bald Brian. All I want you to do is shut up and hug me. And <laughs> Jeff on. Cesario, everybody. Chet Waterhouse. In Nine the years. Some kind of record. <laughs> uh, also, great sponsors. The reason we've been able to keep this going is guys like uh, LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Adam and Simply Safe as well. And uh, Trade Station as well. Again, let's go to SimplySafe.com. Forward slash Adam and uh, tradestation.com forward slash Corolla. Great sponsors keeping us going. Love that about uh, them and you. All right. Uh, I said hi to Gina Grad mm-hmm. and Ball Brian. Good. I'm fighting this uh, cold and um, it's, it's getting to me a little bit. Uh oh. Weird uh, sleep patterns and um, getting up in the middle of the night doing lots of hacking away. Sounds rough, man. And uh, yeah, again, if you don't miss work, then it won't go down. The reason I, I realize... What's I, worse, missing work or taking up the entire time work talking about it? Taking the entire time. Okay, I, uh, I, I think to myself, <laughs> um, if you think about when you were sick last, you have to think about staying home and yeah. being sick. It right. doesn't. It's not the symptom. 
It's not the sore throat. It's, it's whether the, you can power through. What did you yeah. do that day or, yeah. or what did you, whatever. And the reason I can never remember the last time I was six, because if you don't miss work, then it doesn't register and then you don't think in your head. Yeah. So uh, got that working for me. Uh, I don't know why it all gets worse at night. Why does it all get worse at night? You're not everything doing gets, anything. Everything gets quiet. No one starts. Yeah, you're not doing anything to distract you. No tasks at hand. You're yeah. just there with your symptoms and yourself. I think it's that. I also, I, my mom has lots of theories on this, but I think it's... it's what? <laughs> a Jewish, middle-aged Jewish woman has thoughts about this? I can't imagine. Honey, you know it's worse at night because the the air is wet and the pollen is mixing everything no. up and it's very humid. Yeah. You know what the dew and the condensation? No. That's just Some Thing. There's something. Are you telling I my think, Jewish uh, mother she is wrong right, about this right, theory? I should take it back. Oh, and, and by the way, though, you're, I guess you're right because she's constantly reminding me to put my humidifier on. Yet so I'm the air gets even wetter. <laughs> yeah, make it wetter. She has much That's good. <laughs> Let's <laughs> keep get the mold spores right into your lungs. <laughs> yeah. Also, as you get tired, she's like a humidifier. <laughs> Good. Thank you. At nighttime, as you get more tired and you're like, I just want to sleep, your symptoms just become more apparent. Because you're rushing in. Well, I can just breathe and fall asleep. And you're like, you know, Here's what it is. Your body's a natural counterpuncher. And at night, nobody's throwing punches. Yeah. There it is. Yep. So uh, we got that, but I'll be fine. Um, We were, uh, I was thinking, I don't know. Carrie, what was I talking about? Let me talk about Bobby Flay's kid's name. I can't remember what <laughs> podcast that was on. I was not here. Uh, I think it was on Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, I'm I was not saying, sure how so, we got there, but here's the deal. Bobby uh, Flay the chef. Bobby Flay the chef. Okay. When I I once had the opportunity to meet uh, a gal named Shanda. Shanda <laughs> from the Learjet corporation her family started learjet thus they wow. named the daughter shanda lear amazing good that's oh. great song nice, right? drag name, yeah. nice touch but i was thinking about bobby flay the other day and i thought oh he has a daughter yeah what's her name sue no flay. no it's not it's gonna be on. no but he dropped the ball he went with sophie oh, sophie He's so flay close. so He's close you can call her flay I guess for sure. Sophie Flay. It doesn't even work. No. Sue Flay. Sue Flay. You're, right You're right there. You're right there, man. Teed up so high. You so got to hit it. You have to hit it. Yeah. And how does he not have a show called Filet O Flay? How does that happen? <laughs> Guy's got 25 shows on the food. And family. one of them He's should be named that for Pete's sake. Yeah, to be uh, fair. But yeah, he has a daughter. What was so, Sophie? And the worst part is Sophie. It's so close horse to Sue. Yeah. You're right there, man. I know. Shouldn't there be consultants <laughs> Name for kids' names? Absolutely. Well, they oh, have yeah. books. Why not just, you know, a guy, I don't know if Jimmy's too busy with the Oscars and everything, but that would be a great guy just to show up to your living room, you and the wife sit down, yeah. maybe settle a bet, name ref. You know what I mean? She name always, ref. She always wants one name, sure. you want something else, you explain some of the pros and the cons. Speaking of Bobby Flay missing the obvious, we're missing the obvious. This is a great se- segment for the show. Call in with your call in with your names. What your wife wants, what you want, or ah, your we'll spouse come up with your baby's name. Yeah, why didn't right. you have a yeah. child named Toyota? We'll, we'll settle it. There you go. <laughs> now you're talking. Well, the thing about Sue and Shanda, to some degree, is their their names. Yeah, especially names. especially yes. Sue. Toyota's a name. Toyota's right. tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, yeah. Call thought, us up with your name with the name uh, debate. I'll take it. We'll settle it. The uh, <laughs> other thing I had this thought about, and uh, I don't know if what you guys think about this it's a it's a esoteric thought but um i find myself thinking a lot about junior high and high school and the kind of haves and have nots and like what how the, we we all know that the school system 
was sort of working for some of my friends. Some of my friends who are like an AP this and school right. government that, and they were dealing with their counselors, and their counselors were seeing if they could get them into Stanford versus Cal or UCLA or whatever it is. These are my Jewish friends from up in the hills, but they were kind of – the system was in place to work with them. And then we all know about the system. It's the school-to-prison pipeline. These guys end up in prison – at 17, and they learn how to be criminals yeah. in prison. Right. Like, we're Some actually... Some minor offense yeah. gets them yeah. It's a vocational training. Or, 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 or maybe, a they, series or maybe they strangled somebody, but either way, they're still... They're in a system that's yeah. actually turning... Solidifying whatever right. criminal behavior they had and turning it into more yeah. of, of a criminal sure. behavior. And I started thinking... And you guys tell me if this rings true, but I started thinking about myself. I started thinking about my friends, my sort of loser buddies, and all the stuff... And they actually, at North Hollywood High and Walter Reed Elementary, they were learning how to be delinquent citizens in junior high and high school. Like how to cut in line, how to get around doing this, how to talk that guy into that. Like not turning homework. Debbie Hyman works at the Snack Shack. I don't have to bring money. I can get up there and talk her into a sticky bun, and then I'll work my way to the back of the line. I'll see if I get some money off one of the kids that's going to Stanford or Cal. I can get money for him. I'll go back, and I'll get Debbie to give me the milk again for half price. And then there's a lot of like, I'm not going to wait in line and get loaded up for classes, but Mr. Hansen, if I go into his class and I kind of strong arm him a little bit, like he's my counselor, he'll give me these classes. Like yeah. I realized yeah. that my friends like Ray and my other friends and Chris and, and myself, we were actually learning an opposite lesson of what the people who did their homework and talked to their counselors were learning how to work around yeah. the system. Yeah. Yeah. And working no. the system. Yeah. Well, but that's valuable. It's sort of multi-track education. It's still got- it has not served any of these guys well, though, they, because they're <laughs> mowed out that they're not in how much yeah. homework can I finish mode They're Who can I talk into a sticky bun? Well, right. Yeah. So, yeah, when you hand in homework, they check a box. Now, I'm not going to hand in the homework, but how do I get that guy to check the box? Mm-hmm. Which is pretty good temporarily, but big picture. It's hard just to go strong arm guys into checking boxes for homework you never did. And then how much better do you get at the subject? Yeah. If they're just. It it doesn't serve you well. Your practice and reps becomes talking people into stuff they don't want to do to check a box. Who and, And if they check the box, you just go away. Yeah. So right. it's fine with them at a certain they point. They don't like you or respect you. They just yeah, get they rid be, of you. They become like the uh, cops in the movie The Town when they all came pulling up in the <laughs> minivan with the AK 47s. He just looked at all the nuns Turn with the AK 47s. He just slowly turned his back. Like, that's what all the. <laughs> That's all our teachers and all our counselors in high school. That's what they all did with us. They just slowly just turned away. Like we don't. Do you remember that scene? Have you seen yeah, the movie? I, I've seen it once. It's, I never would have thought about that again in my they're, they're life. They're the getaway from the heist, and they're all got their guns, yep. and, the, and then the outfits on, and the cop. The one cop happens to be there. He's not on the fort. He's not on like busting them for the thing. He happens to be there. He looks, sees them, look back, look back. <laughs> slowly turns his head away from there. The it whole is thing. right. He'd like to go to work the next day. Yep. He'd like to see his family that night. And at a certain point, you do your job, but at a certain point, you, you want to go home. Yeah. And, uh, Make a business all, decision, as they, they pop say. out of the Jeep Cherokee. Cop happens to be there. The cop's just staring at eye me. Eye contact, eye contact. Uh, everyone's Guns got drawn. their AK-4, their MAC-10s, or whatever they, whatever they got. He's, He's just staring at me. terrified, and he turns his head. <laughs> That's right. 
that's what my counselors did. Both of you saw this in the theater, didn't you? I've seen it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a very no. good movie. Well, good. now, how much and of not it... And not, not, not getting the cable spins doesn't make for a, me. Doesn't make heavy rotation. How much right. of it is is like affinity? I'm a big believer in affinity. At some point, something begins to emerge in yourself that takes you in a certain direction. Maybe these guys were just good at the BS. They were good at sort of the salesmanship of it as well, opposed well, to the on. scholastic let's, end of it. Let, well, let's define affinity. Like, I think affinity is like you have a love for something. I think it's that you have a knack for it. Yeah, they had a knack for not doing homework. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but 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 better than other kids, clearly. Well, there's skill. clearly there's failures. There's well, complete failures. Well, These no. guys weren't failures. They figured out a way to, to work the system. Well, you figure out a way, so you get put into a system, <laughs> and then you get to figure you figure out a way to to tread water or even slightly excel or sort of break even in that system. Essentially, avoid the hammer knocking yeah. your nail head down in that system through. Any way other than the actual way of doing the homework, turning in the material, reading the assignments, right. doing whatever, whatever that waiting in line, signing up for classes, like whatever that is, you figure it out. And it is a, it, it is a little bit of a valuable skill if this was total Lord of the Flies and no one saw their 26th birthday. It would actually prove to be pretty successful. But the problem is, is later on in life, when you're trying to figure out a way to apply for a loan, be approved for a loan, fill yeah. out paperwork for mortgage, get get other things, file tax, yeah. like other things in line, the problem is, is the option of like just go into the go into the bank, tell the guy you don't have collateral, you don't. Yes, you owe yeah. some money. Yes, there's right. some you're outstanding not sweet debt. The loan but let me let me if he could just go ahead and sign off on this because that doesn't exist so that so we close what we did is we we welded shut the hatch that you frequently used to go around the side entrance yeah you yeah. go around the side entrance and somewhere around like 23 it got welded shut and now we all are back in the line of people that do homework and hand in assignments and you have no the only skills. route you know right yeah right is an end around right so i would argue that in a weird way Sometimes school for bad students, just like prison, is actually kind of teaching people how to do this and reinforcing well, it. Yeah, look forward to that. Yeah. All right. Well, if you figure out a way to teach kids to do their homework, I was going to say, let me that, know. That's, that's the uh, magic pill. No, I think the New World Order is find something you're interested in and get really good at it. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. And um, Ray did that. <laughs> Just didn't pay. When we were uh, when we were kids, because there was only doctor, lawyer, fireman, right. nurse, and we didn't have any. No, the spectrum's open. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like app developer. You know, they didn't even exist everybody years ago. All right, let's see. Let me tell you about. Uh, let's let me talk to this guy first. Dan, fifty-eight, Nashville. Yes. Good afternoon. How are you? Good man. How's that Martin's Thanks. brisket? That's <laughs> fantastic. Thank you. I just moved from L.A. seven months ago, so I'm a transplant from The Sound. I listen to Gina oh, every morning, and exactly. she fortunately referred me to Adam, and I listen to Adam now every morning instead. Thank you, Gina. Thank you. <laughs> Brisket reminded me of a funny uh, food-related <laughs> conversation I had with the Porcelain Punisher earlier today. I was like, I ordered all the food for the Christmas party oh, from ooh, uh, yes. Zach's Barbecue. Zeke, sorry. Zeke's Barbecue, and I, I went with the uh, beef ribs. And um, Okay, you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I went with the Free beef country. ribs. And uh, 
So I was talking to uh, Matt earlier today, and he said, um, hey, uh, folks have been wondering about the spare ribs as folks. far as the uh, – <laughs> As far as, as, far as talk around the water he was cooler. giving me like who's RSVP'd for the Christmas party and stuff like that, and they just go, "Folks, been talking about uh, the lack of spare ribs." Yeah. I said, "All the girls in the steno pool." I don't know why. And look, everybody, circle. <laughs> it's always funny when people bring up stuff with me and they act like I'm never going to have a follow up. You know, so I said, "Folks, huh? Yeah. What folks? Like, I can't imagine yeah. Jeff Cesario had questions when he was asked RSVP about the barbecue." He says, "Maybe." Depending Depends. on the rib sitch. So he said, uh, <laughs> oh, we were sitting around talking. <laughs> his reflection in the bathroom mirror. Matt and his gunt were sitting around talking. Gosh. And uh, that's funny. I know. It's all so, uh No, he said they were sitting around. I'm guessing Gary was in on that. And I, I felt a little defensive. I said, uh, I went with the beef. I had the spare ribs there not a, not a week ago. Mm-hmm. And I like the beef ribs quite a bit more. You do? I did. Yeah. And I'm not saying... That the beef is a superior rib to the spare rib. I'm saying I had them there alone a week or so ago and did not find myself and Lynette enjoying them as much as we enjoy the beef. Fair enough. So I just there made a uh, I made an executive decision. Yeah. <laughs> Some people were, were wondering. That's about adorable. <laughs> Not I, you. I, I have, it I must have been Max Apata. I then. wasn't involved in this. I I did hear Matt bring up. Uh, <laughs> To you a few weeks ago, the uh, mac and cheese was missing last year. And oh, people had, yeah. had talked about people, that. There was talk. And I was yeah. I was pleased to hear him bring Folks. that up, but I've been involved in no conversations. Well, just to let you know, I'm I'm open minded. <laughs> Dawson has thoughts. You're wondering uh, what the uh, collard green status was. He Adam. called back with a with a mac and cheese situation, and I said, "No, you're you're right. Let's go mac and cheese. Okay. A little less mashed potatoes, mm. a little more mac and cheese. That's smart. Thank you, Dawson. I'm with you on the beef ribs. I, yeah, I do me like too. them. Uh, That's the way it is. They're the really pork. good. But the cool thing about it is uh, a beef. beef rib. You wash that bone off and hand it to your dog. And Phil is busy for about five hours. I'm going to get one for Boo on wow. the drive home. And from here to the Bay Area, I should just be eating that rib bone the whole damn time. Works I'm, with my daughter, too. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. No back talk for a whole five hours. Uh, I don't uh, I don't know how it works. I cannot figure out the whole bone thing with the dogs. Now, we know, like, no chicken, chicken bones. Yeah. But the beef rib bone, I get a lot of people like, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Really? Right. People say it's splinters. And oh. it, yeah. I, I, I don't know either, but that's what I'm told, too. Totally if just... you have a dog the size of the dogs that we have, oh, yeah. they yeah. can pretty much digest yeah. anything. Yeah. And also, yeah. my 10-pound dog isn't enough to splinter a bone. So every year when we're done with Lowry's for Christmas, we bring oh, the bone home and just Christmas. go to town. So yeah. it's sort of a how to raise a pansy-ass dog will be yeah. the next book. Hey, Avoid bones of any sort. I uh, all I know is when Phil starts the process of bringing back whatever he is, whatever bone or sock or whatever it is, he does it between the hours of four a.m. and four thirty-three a.m. Well, traffic's lighter then. When, when you're yeah, when you're feeding him at six o'clock, you're starting to fast forward to that four thirty a.m. gag thing, and yeah. now you're kind of wondering like maybe is it all worth it? Maybe not. Yeah. Wow. Hey Dan, fifty-eight Nashville. Yeah. Oh yeah, where were we? Oh Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, brisket. Right. <laughs> That's well, that nothing to do with brisket. brisket. Oh, okay. I do have a question, though. Yeah. And I'd like to know what features would Adam and the crew like to see on the internet and on Adam's website that currently do not exist? I need some ideas. I'm a web developer. Ooh. What is there left to, to add that hasn't already been Exactly of? my problem. <laughs> on the, on the yeah. internet. On the internet. 
and the internet in general or on your website that don't currently exist? Because I've hit a wall. Uh, I think we're going to redo our website. So I say it's one of these websites, one of these things where no, if you ever bring up a website, everyone just goes, ah, oh, this website looks like shit, man. You got to fix it. And I have never have an answer sure. no, no. because it's like saying your pillow's filled with dust mites. I can't go. No, it's not. That's how it works. I counted the other day. I went over with a woods light and there was Killed nothing. Yeah. Like individually. I, maybe there is. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Gary, you have thoughts? Yeah. I think that we are, uh, I think we're going to be revamping in an effort to bring all the properties kind of under one roof for lack of a better term. Uh, an, an umbrella site. Yeah, and as far as what's going umbrellas. on with the internet, I just sort of know it when it's wrong when I when I stumble upon it. Yeah. And most of it is always just sort of... Um, some of it is insanely obvious and then some stuff is just weird. Like, when you, like it took me a long time to figure out with uh, the ways. Mm-hmm. The ways. The ways. Uh, you want the alternate route. But there's nothing on there that says alternate route. And then somebody goes, no, you got to tap on the bottom and then swipe up. And then it goes to it. It's like, yeah, but that's not intuitive. Why not just have uh, the alternate route? (laughs) In a different color. Well, when you live. So here's what I'm saying. You live in Los Angeles. You live anywhere, but especially Los Angeles. They give and you're driving from where we are and you're going to Venice. There's a route where you get in your car and then. You don't even put it in drive. You actually, it wants you to get out of your car <laughs> and, and just, go on yeah. foot. Like there's a, and you can climb over the freeway yep. and uh, hit your That's ride great. with, tumble with, down the with a, yeah. tumble down, and then you can get back in your car and you can save 21 <laughs> seconds if you do it that way. But my feeling is instead of getting out and driving through tent city, and yeah. then getting and getting hepatitis C and then getting back on the five freeway, yeah. if that only saves me two minutes. I'm just going to sit in the car. Yeah, I, yeah. I can. I can work yes. that way. So I want to hit. But it's, it's a crapshoot though because I, I took way. I used ways once. A friend of mine had it. We were on our way to the Comedy and Magic Club in Hermosa Beach from Westwood, and I'm telling you. It, it, we took a right and then a left, and I swear to you, we're going through a freaking oil refinery. I don't yep. know where the hell yeah. we you're, were, you're like, but they, we saved like 12 minutes, you're, and, you're, and you're, it was like a cowboy. Oh, it was you like were a, out on it was deep like a La coat. I know where you were. I mean, yeah. we're rocking yeah. back and forth. It's the opening and, from someone naked, got dysentery. The opening from Naked Gun. We're going through a car wash. Yeah, right. You're going yeah. through a sorority house. <laughs> And, and it's it's somewhat improvisational. At yeah. some point, it goes no, 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 no. Take a left now. You know, yeah. and you're like, okay. Of it. Yeah. If you kind of give over to it, I mean, the one time I used it, I, we did save a lot of a lot of uh, time. Well, and I think I told you this before, but there was I, I think it was a news story. I don't think it was rumored that when Waze became popular because people were cutting through these little side streets they'd never heard of before, the people that lived in those neighborhoods were getting pissed yeah. and started reporting fake accidents to keep people from going down their. Street. Uh, Gary's savvy. nodding his head. Smart. Very yeah. savvy. They should look at the upside. It's going to raise uh, real estate values. Oh, yeah. Rich people are going to be driving through your neighborhood going, hey, I can afford a house here. <laughs> hey, Ace, I don't know yeah. if this one will be beneficial for you, uh, but Waze finally added a feature I've wanted for a long time. Now you can tell it if you have multiple people in your car and it'll adjust for carpool lanes. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's no. All right. That is good. All right. So, uh, yeah, little weird things like. But like that. you were saying, functionality, ease of ease of finding everything you want to find. Yeah, you know, like intuitive. Yes. Not have to search. Yes. Well, for example, I noticed that Adam's website has no chat features, no forums. Does that not interest you at all? That's, that's not a mistake. <laughs> no, it doesn't right. interest me at all. You um, just use Twitter instead, I guess. I guess. I, I don't... Uh, yeah, I, I know everything's important, but everything can't be important. No, right? no. <laughs> it has to, we have to pick and choose. 
Uh, I just have this uh, wiring where I'm not, you know, I, I'll go on Twitter and I'll thank people for buying a ticket or buying yeah, a book. Or sometimes like people will be confused about something and I'll answer it or I'll critique it or, I, you know, I'll get one that says Jeff Cesario is the best guest. And I go, I agree. <laughs> and that's, I have my assistant say, I agree. Put yeah. down his ribs and uh, type in, <laughs> I agree. agree. His beef ribs. As a listener of podcasts, I will say the two things that the, on, on our website and others that I uh, look for and need the most. One is how to contact people yeah. or the show. People are like, how do I send you stuff? How do I buy? Where's your email address? It's on, it's on the site. So ease of finding that. And uh, uh, oh, uh, when you want to visit a sponsor and you never know what the promo code is, you never know it's an extension, you never know if it's code Adam, code Ace, code, you know, Corolla, whatever it is. A page where it's all collected all at once is really helpful That's because good. it's helpful for us too because the listeners can go there and you got more people clicking through and doing your codes. Yeah, and and to that end, you know, I, I don't can't remember if our website has it or not, but my favorite thing is a keyword search feature. I'm like, I don't know, can I just type in the word and you'll take me to that page? Yeah. So that search that's function great, is, yeah. is important too. Hey Dan, well that helps me enormously. Thank you oh. all for your time. Thank you, man. And thanks wow. for listening to the sound. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nope, sorry. Okay, got it. Then. Here's what I'd like is something that puts a lid on the rabbit hole you're about to go down that literally can oh, say, you don't want to go, yeah. here's the, yeah, exactly. Here's going to be the issue with this. In about 30 minutes, you're going to be involved with, um, you know, you're going to be yelling crazy at someone people. on Twitter yeah. that you don't want to even yeah. know. Well, the here's, here's an interesting thing. Where do you guys, so I don't, <coughs> sorry for the cold, I don't go down the rabbit holes so often because. When I see the, you'd be amazed what these celebrities look like now. Oh. Buttons they want you to hit yeah. and stuff like that. Burned. Oh. I don't. No. I don't click on them because no. I just feel like I don't know if I would be amazed. <laughs> hey. And then no secondly, I don't feel like Nicole Eggert is looking me up and going, "Boy, he's not aged well at all <laughs> since shot. the Man Show." Um, so that's <laughs> old Man Show, more like uh, it. Yeah, like that's. Uh, but and and then also. But even it's like it's infinite. The, it's infinite. It is. So if they're going to go, guess how these, and then it's go worse maritime disasters or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. I'm, right. I. There's nothing that'll ever stop me from clicking. <laughs> if if you want to start going down that road, we can just keep going and right. going. I, I think there has to be. There Plus, should be. You know, be the best media, one. Like, oh, here, ooh, hold uh, on. Sorry. Go ahead. Here's here's. Forget about celebrities that have aged bad or yeah. guess yeah. who's put on the weight or celebrities you thought were alive but passed, you know, in 2017. We should just have one for fellas that says, these are chicks who would have fucked you in high school, but you didn't know about yes. it. Yes. Oh, wow. That's How a good fast one. would you dive on that button? Get wow. Dan back on the phone. I think we got one for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 There's also like I like I saw some really idiot thing that just said I shouldn't even say it's idiot I haven't done the say research it. but it was up uh, a, a Twitter post uh, about how there's now some theory that uh, most mass murderers most male mass murderers are just angry guys they're not actually mentally ill on any level and you know I'm a comic I haven't done a tremendous amount of research but. <laughs> I, I, you know, it just bothered me. I just said, well, that doesn't seem right. And right. It, there should be something that clicks on right there and goes, no, no you're a comic. Don't go down this. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're ready. To, here's thread. 20 minutes of research on the topic you're about to dive into. And sure enough, I just went, I think they think they're mentally ill to some degree. Something like that, I said. Yeah. And really I got a- nailed by like some guy in England who's clearly trying to get laid by the, the hot feminist chick at his astronomy lab or wherever <laughs> he worked. 
And I just thought, I didn't deserve that. Yeah, I got like nine. Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is why you have to There's click on be, the three yeah. foods to never eat again. <laughs> yes. One. Or the one yeah. weird trick kill you. That, you know, I got to go yeah. easier. Yeah. You, I know, gotta. you know what I can't believe no one's done? Or if they have, they haven't brought it to our attention. Or it hasn't been good enough for us to recognize. Like an 8-bit video game. Like an Adam Carolla 8-bit, you know, running through a field of complaints. Or, you know, something funny. Something. <laughs> like Super th- Mario Brothers. Yeah, I, that would be so fun. Oh, that's it. Like that's a, it's a fun. It feels Super, like work. Yeah. <laughs> it feels no, like work. Don't get me wrong. We're not doing it, but we can outsource it. Super Carollo Brothers. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, there's right. the Italian slam. We'll do a little. <laughs> Coming uh, in heavy. We'll do a little Chet Waterhouse <laughs> in one second. First, I'll tell you about uh, LifeLock holiday shopping from your mobile device. Scammers can steal your credit card. Which talking about online. You're online all day, every day. You're doing all that shopping, man. Only download the apps from reputable stores, read the reviews and complaints about malware. One in four people experience identity theft. Let's not have that be you in 2018. Even if you think you're monitoring your credit, your identity can still be stolen in ways you do not detect. Let's get ourselves some LifeLock this year, man. Thieves could take your information, put it on the dark web, or get an online payday loan in your name. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats. If you have a problem, the U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. But I bet you won't because you're going to have LifeLock. And again, you're online every day and doing all the shopping and doing all your buying. It's the cost of doing business. A little bit per month, the LifeLock protect your identity with LifeLock. Dawson. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. LifeLock can uncover threats that you might miss. Join now and get 10% off with promo code ADAM. That's call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Use promo code ADAM. That's ADAM to save 10% now. All right. Let's see. I love when you're sick. Your, sc- your thoughts are so scattershot. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes, medicine. Like we, got a, we got a buckshot worth of, uh, worth of takes. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, oh god. Let's see. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's not put it off any longer. Let's do some uh, Chet Waterhouse, shall we? Our favorite around here. The sports with Chet Waterhouse. Hello again, everybody. Chet Waterhouse with the Waterhouse update, brought to you by Noggin Dropper, the only eggnog with a hint of ambient. NFL Aaron Rodgers like Lazarus back from the dead. But Adam, like Matt Schaub, through three picks. Pack loses their playoff hopes. Gina diced up like a cockroach on the cutting board of an Asian fusion food truck. Steelers win! Nope, wait, no, Steelers tie. Nope, Steelers lose. The NFL catch rule. Now officially more complicated than dating. Antonio Brown out! I haven't seen this many star sidelines since bad ecstasy at Bonnaroo. Rams run over Seattle like Kevin James headed for a funnel cake. Melvin Lewis dumb in Cincinnati, but after dealing with the Bengals roster for 15 years, he's only two credits shy of his law degree. That wrap-up brought to you by Holiday Catheters. Face it, Adam, some Christmas shoppers hitting a deer on the front of road, and you're going to be in traffic 90 minutes longer than you thought. So get yourself a holiday catheter in Santa, Elf, or Angel bag. Ho, ho, go with holiday catheters. College Bowl predictions. December 26th, Detroit, Michigan, the Quick Lane Bowl. So named because that's the freeway lane you're going to use to get the hell out of Detroit. Northern Illinois beats Duke 70-1. to December 28th, San Antonio, Texas, the Alamo Bowl. So named because if you watch this one, your wife will slaughter you. TCU and Stanford play to a 0-0. 
zero tie. January 1st, Tampa, Florida, the Outback Bowl. So named because after watching this, Outback is where you're going to take your satellite salesman to beat the crap out of them. Michigan beats South Carolina 9-8 on a late safety. That item brought to you by Creme de Hay for a holiday aperitif at one-tenth the price of fancy liqueurs. Try creme de hay. If you want more of me this weekend, guys, I'll be doing the voiceover for a new live streaming show called Creep Jeep. Four men recently accused of sexual harassment drive cross-country stopping at lesbian bars. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain. Chet Waterhouse Sports. (laughs) And that. So excellent. Brought to you by Simply Safe. Simply Safe. Thinking about uh, a little home security this year? Let's get Simply Safe. Two eyes in there. The best protection period. These guys have been with us for a long time. I have it. Mike August has it. Garagus went with Simply Safe as well. Uh, I work with these guys. I put together an arsenal, security arsenal for you. It's got a special uh, package. It's handpicked by me. Entry and motion and glass break sensors, everything you need. And right now, for the holidays, my friends, it's simply safer. Given my listeners, two hundred bucks off of this package. No contracts, no commitments. Go right now to get uh, your two hundred bucks off my handpicked security arsenal. You get the package. It's simplysafe.com slash Adam. You get the two hundred bucks off. You don't go into 2018 without some uh, security, all those presents you got. Simplysafe.com slash Adam. Get the 200 bucks off. Simplysafe.com slash Adam. Uh, last but not least, before uh, we get on here, um, I don't know. I'd be curious what. Uh, so, uh, Jeff Cesario, you're on the uh, west side, right? That's correct. And uh, I complain a lot about the uh, leaf blowers over there on, on this side, but boy, did. Uh, I think I really had the, the the jewel in the crown of all my leaf blowing complaints uh, happen last Saturday. Uh-oh. So I think, uh, and they pollute more than anything, and they make a mess, and they cause cancer and everything else. And I'm not a tight dude; it's just it's a pain. But um, I was w- just complaining about it, as I always do. And I was walking my dog on Saturday. And I got to the top of a street that was a, a T. Goes up the hill, creates a T. It's right by uh, Mark Garagas's house. And to the left, they had the leaf blower going. So I turned to the right. I, I just let them, like a car that can never turn left and only turn right. I just somehow zigzag my way through the city, and I, I'm driven by where the leaf blowers are. And then and I aren't. just turn the other direction. This time, I'm walking down the street. It's Saturday. There's a big stately manor. And it's got the big circular driveway, and they're doing a Rolls-Royce event. So along the streets are parked Rolls-Royces and Bentleys. And then on the lawn of this big manor and the circular driveway is a whole bunch of Rolls-Royces. And then up front, they have the good-looking chicks who are checking everybody in in the cocktail dresses. And then they have the whole valet there. And they have the chamber orchestra playing. And it's Saturday. It's about 11 a.m. And I'm sort of doing the move. Actually, it's kind of weird. Like, you know, we talked. I think we were laughing with Fitzdog about this, which is when you go out on the street and shoot in L.A. or wherever down, you know, 
San Francisco, where the homeless guys think if I show up without my shirt on and I make enough noise, you'll give me fifty dollars and a yeah. sandwich from craft service, and I'll, I'll hit the bricks. But this is you're kind of you didn't pull a permit, even though it's not their sidewalk, but yeah. it's still yeah. Right. That's what they yell like this is where I live. I sort of have this feeling that if you're doing something in my neighborhood, I can get some free drinks, like, <laughs> even though I'm not involved with this. Yeah. It's a Raisin. rich whitey version sure. of what, like, I could walk up. Girl strolls up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just wearing, like, shorts and t-shirt, and this is a Rolls Royce event. I'm thinking, like, mm, can I get in on this? See, this is the skill set Ray could help you with. And I started, oh, yeah. you're right, and I started to slow down, and then directly across the street, small street, two-laner. One one way, one the other way. I mean, the street is 21 feet across, directly the house, directly across from all the valets and all the Rolls Royces and the hot chicks who are checking everybody in right as everyone is pulling up in their Rolls Royces and their Bentleys. Gardner fires uh, up the leaf blower and he's just and they're playing like chamber music and there's eloquent elegant <laughs> events there's like, uh, dust flying uh, everywhere yeah. and you have these beautiful rolls royce they're not race such- convertibles and stuff and they're just across yeah. the street and everyone's pulling up front getting their rolls <laughs> a valet and this guy's buzzing away and, uh, yeah. and i thought it's saturday it's Saturday. Like, yeah. couldn't we just limit it to Friday? Do we have to do it on Saturday? And it's kind of weird because I think it's a hate crime if you go <laughs> tell Paco to knock it off. I was going to yeah. say, like, it's your responsibility at that point. It's like, hey, man, here's 50 bucks. Come oh, on, if, come if you're tomorrow. running that event, it's it's oh, yeah. more than 50 bucks. But you're just like going over there like, look, we're going to be wrapped out of here by three right. this afternoon. Just come, come back. back. Like, yeah. here's here's a couple hundred bucks. They never do because there's a weird kind of thing where... I, I guess the deal is, is in a weird way, the 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 leaf blower is sort of like a weapon, and you can't really well, can't really come back. up to the guy because yep. it's like you're going to get you know he's standing with an Uzi, you're going to get blasted. But so these guys, you got the hot chicks and the cocktail yep. dresses, you have the valet Parkers, and then you have all these Rolls Royces, and yeah. directly across the street, eighteen feet across the street, the guys just in the front yeah. lawn, just hundred bucks in hand and say, hey man, come back. In Sweet hours. gum tree pods just hammering these. Maybe these we just go Saturdays and no flies. Well, that'd be a great solution, but I'm saying if you're the Rolls Royce guy and you're having an event, you want the event to be classy and quiet and peaceful and relaxing. But you know how I complain about everything? Mm-hmm. As I was watching this, I just thought, I can't write this well. I couldn't no. write a scenario no. that was a Rolls Royce <laughs> event. First off, I didn't know you could have Rolls Royce events in neighborhoods like yeah. i thought you'd have to go down to mckenna rolls royce or yeah. something in laguna beach or something they were having theirs at this big manor yeah. in on this front lawn and oh. i just thought i could never thought of it and the couple of hot chicks sitting up front or sitting in the dust cloud yeah, the having to listen is. to it is kind of kind of funny and then i realized maybe there's not maybe i'm leaving money on the table okay. because i no one ever says and now it is a thing now if you think about it if you are doing an event like this, right. you must now tell somebody, go to all the neighboring houses and ask them what day their gardener comes because yes. they could come. We're starting this thing at 10 a.m. We're going till three in the afternoon. Right. If the gardener's coming, he's coming at right. some time right. in that yeah. window and go check it out. But on the other hand, I now am going to get, you know what I'm going to do? I can't do it myself. I'm too recognizable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get my, I'll go on uh, eBay for 1100 bucks. I'll just pick up a, a Toyota pickup truck like a beater okay. just a total beater with sure. the shark cage on back yep. with yeah. all the with all the implements the in there the lawnmower, the lawnmower and everything like that 
Then I'll go down to the Home Depot and I'll pick up a day laborer and I'll go, look, I've done my research. There's a couple of weddings going on, people getting married at home. There's another Rolls Royce event. There's yeah. an Aston Martin yeah, going great, event I in Pasadena. Now, what you scam. need to do is I need you to pull out front. Just pull right. They'll never go. I talk to the neighbor. No, They're yeah, not even going to no, go. No. You just pull. I'll put, give you an orange vest and a sombrero. Right. You just stand. I won't even put gas in it. I'll just I'll just have you just start choke. unloading. Just pull pull yeah, out choke. front. Just start. Whip. They're pulling things. They're pulling things. And tell the guy comes over with some cash, whatever he gives you, we'll split. Profit, you just right. bring home Pure a huge profit. pot of cash every Saturday at the end of the day. That's good. I'll go online, I'll find all the events yep. that Love are going it. on. Yep. Love it. I listen to the paper. Community yeah, calendar. Yeah. Married, uh, absolutely. Fundraiser, walkathon. Yeah. Yes. Oh, this is great. Auction. <laughs> this is how you get rich? Yeah. Him on like the 5K walkathon <laughs> for breast cancer, and he's rolling down the middle of the street, like trying to fire the thing up, and people are just throwing 20s at him. <laughs> Church Dented auction. Fenders. Oh my God. Yeah, this is good. The yeah. Churches all day. Yeah. That's right. Funerals. Sit and shiva. Yeah, nobody. Look, you could do it at a church because you're like, hey, I got to blow the parking lot yeah. next door or whatever. Yeah, like, no one and no one. Nope. You've never. You've never seen a guy with a leaf blower and went, has he authorized to do that? I need no. to see some paperwork. This is an outrage. It's always like, God damn, a horrible luck, horrible luck, horrible yeah, luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's good. Yeah. And eventually I'll get brazen. Like I'll have him walk in when couples are making love in their master bedroom, you know, just start yanking on the guy. I'll like pull out looking for his pants. Look, here, what do we want to $500. Yeah, whatever it takes. Get out of here. Just get out of here. Gardner blackmail. Funerals, like just walking up to where the funeral is. You sure. know, now this is. He's crashing <laughs> wedding nights <laughs> in the honeymoon suite. That's good. That's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, the host. we don't have to report any threat. of it to the IRS. No. It's all cash on the barrel head. You're going to yeah. pay for that Toyota $1,100 in a, a weekend. This guy's great because it, it's like he'd be like. Uh, in Goodfellas, like stacks, pretty yep. low level guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, 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 yeah. I could put a bullet in him if I had to. Like, if he started to get a little mouthy at one of his parties and talking about a ruse <laughs> and bragging to his gals about it, you yeah. know, he's totally expendable. But he doesn't need to know anything. He could actually think he was a gardener yes. whose who's leaf blower didn't start. Right. I just tell him to go here, just be prepared. Prepared for this. He apologizes. You know? like, I didn't mow any lawns today. It's okay. That's all good. You've done your job. <laughs> and the rake uh, is the rake is gone. What happened to the rake? It's Why? with the dodo. Yeah, That's it's gone. gone. The way of it's the raking up the dodo, the dodo crap. Freaking rake. No, no, no. Why? Why the rake? It's dignified. It doesn't make any noise. Almost no emissions. I mean, it's, it's a disaster. It's, it's almost about fun. as long. The physical comedy alone. Yeah. I am wondering though. <laughs> the rake. <laughs> I it's a stepping on. I'm wondering why. Is it so? You have this huge Rolls Royce event, mm-hmm. and I mean, multi cars, oh, yeah. m- millions of dollars, a big event, a big event. You can't have fast a Rolls Royce. The, event. the guy's just firing away next door. How come nobody walks across the street and goes, "Hey, man, yeah, that's here, a, that's a couple a, of twenties. That's a short fall. Give, give didn't think of it. No, I know they, they. You don't think about it, and then once it's on, you're just in it. Yeah. and now you're in this mode of like. Uh, maybe they only go about 20 minutes and we can get yeah, through right. this. You know, right. minutes Meanwhile, all the cars you've been wiping down with the California <laughs> oh, duster are all, are all covered and need another wa- wipe down. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> Is there a part of you, even though you, you're not a Rolls Royce aficionado, from what, I, from what I understand, they're a little bit hurt that you didn't get an invite? It was... It was um, no, I, I somehow it was a private event. I didn't know what it was. I was gonna go that. I was gonna do that half-ass mood where like move where like maybe one of these twenty-three-year-olds will recognize me, yeah. but they they never do. So uh, I just kept walking, and uh, I have no idea what it was. But I 
I just uh, I just feel like Saturday should be a no-fly zone. Yeah. Yeah. You should be right. able to plan whatever you want to plan on your lawn for Saturday and not, not expect the leaf blower to fire. And off. just generally stop with the edger. Nobody gives a crap. Thank yeah, you. except for when it makes sparks, and then I'm in love That's with fine. it. <laughs> yeah, you should only be able to use the edger at night. It's the 4th yeah. of July. It's your lawn itself. Lawn. That's Memorial right. Day, Labor Day, and 4th of July. After 5. Yeah, I when the streetlights come on, then you I'm can going. do it. No, no, just sparks. And when the home team was the champion. Work by the light of your sparks. Play with pain, the name of the podcast. Yeah. Chet Waterhouse, <laughs> man. You. That's coming January 2018 on Podcast One. We got that to look forward to. And you shoot him a tweet at Real Jeff Cesario. Uh, Allie Hilfiger is uh, here, and uh, Steve Hash is here, and they got a podcast. We'll talk to them all about that. Right after Good Sports. Good Sports. It's time for a sports segment. It's time for a Sunday. It's time to get it started. NFL highlights. Mixed martial arts fights. Riffing on bad on movies. Raking the fruits of the One Sports Network presents Good Sports. Hi and hello, sports fans. Welcome to this presentation of Good Sports presented by Podcast One Sports. Dave Damashek here. Adam Carolla over there. Ace. We got a lot to do here mm-hmm. uh, in these last uh, four episodes of Good Sports. What do you think here? Do you want to power rank? Santa Claus is in the news, you know, with, mm-hmm. uh, with the season. But do you want to power rank Santa against all the other holiday mascots that we see in a calendar year? Let's do it. You got Santa Claus. You got the Easter Bunny. You got Cupid. You got St. Patrick's Day Leprechaun. Mm -hmm. There's a turkey. I guess that counts because I guess ubiquitous with the holiday. They always Mm -hmm. you always see a turkey. Uh Halloween. I don't even know if they have a proper mascot. It could be like a pumpkin head or a witch or something. But anyway, Mm -hmm. we know who the primaries are. Who's your favorite? Well, who's my favorite, you know, what's my favorite holiday or who's no, who's my no. favorite mascot? No, try to try to remove the quality of the actual holiday and the the best answer, the obvious answer there is uh, Thanksgiving is obviously the best one and let's not debate right. that because you get three football games, you get right. food you. is I'm associated with, with it and so on. It's the start of the entire holiday season. Yeah. Anywho. Yes. Well, the thing about the holidays is when you stop getting gifts and started paying for gifts thanksgiving leapt to the top of the leaderboard yeah see that's it when you're a kid christmas is the best because you're getting stuff that's now, true yeah. you're watching football drinking beer and you know eating turkey and now it's at the top because you've got to pay for the gifts. so yeah it's days off of work right you're right now as far as mascots go as far as uh, mascots go I was thinking, um, I don't know what the Halloween mascot is. Yeah, I'm saying. I guess it could be Jack Skeleton. Is that his name? Skeleton? Yeah. uh, Skellington? Something like that. Uh, Ghost? Skellington. We got to ask Tim Burton about that. The point is this I I think you got to back, if you're going to go mascots, you got to get Halloween out of there because there isn't really a clear mascot. No, they're like an army. And if you're going, th- you got to get Thanksgiving out of there too, because there's not a clear. 
I guess I guess we can say goodbye to that. Like a gourd and a turkey are pretty much it. But it wouldn't be formidable if they got into a big battle royale. Maybe that's the way we tackle it. I think uh, Easter is weird. It's weird that there's a rabbit. It's weird that it's a religious holiday that involves so much candy and then it involves a rabbit. <laughs> what is that? It is, it is the most – is that the furthest <laughs> away from the purpose – the actual purpose of the holiday of what we're celebrating, well, of what we're doing. I was thinking about it. Like, what's weirder? And maybe Gary can figure this out. Maybe Damashek knows. You know, you have the Alabama Crimson Tide, mm. which, by the way, as a kid with no education living in North Hollywood with uh, you know parents that didn't give a lick about football, college football, for my entire life, it was Alabama Crimson and Tide. <laughs> I didn't know what a crimson was. Yeah. And it didn't it was weird to me. I don't know what a crimson. I barely knew what a tide was. It was detergent in my yeah. mind. So it's like one day we'll do the power rankings of songs, like when my friend was singing Toto's uh Hold the Line and he was sitting next to me in the car. You know, this is nineteen ninety three. And he's like, those are lies. I'm looking at him. I'm going, Whoa, how long have you been singing that? 17 years? Like, yeah, it's, it's hold the line. I so did. What I'm we, so- we grew up singing in the backseat of uh, my car driving around as a kid. Uh, more than a woman, We, my sister and I would uh, bleat, uh, four-legged woman, which is which indicates something perverse, really. You were, where, screwing, where you were screwing around. No. No, you that's what we it. thought. We thought it was four-legged wow. woman. So why didn't our mother correct us on that? Why did she let that go on for so long? Yeah, laughing that, that, at uh, us, not with us. That was uh, famously very early on with me and uh, Jimmy Kimmel. He would sing the Chico and the Man song, and there was a part where it's like, you know, he can't. It's Jose Feliciano, mm-hmm. and it's like Chico, and, and and there's a part where you go, I know things will get better. Yeah, you know they will. Actually, it didn't get better because he killed himself like six <laughs> months later when he was 22. <laughs> Freddie Prince like killed himself when he was like he wasn't 25. He was like 22 he was and a that half. Young, huh? Wow, it's insane because it's the 70s and every guy looked like a like they directed porn like. Tony Orlando definitely fills that. This guy's be like twenty-one years old, full full hair, full mustache, you know, tinted frames, big belts, you know, flares. Mm-hmm. It's like you go, that's a man. It's like no, he's twenty. Think about what a kid, what a kid, a twenty-two-year-old wow, that guy is. is. Well, the, you know, it's also if you get any old programs uh, from football from college teams and you see those guys, they all look thirty-seven years old. In, I know. In nineteen eighty, they all look like yeah. It's exactly right. So um, Jimmy, so the part of the song we Jose Feliciano, he'd go, I know things will get better, and he'd go, and Jimmy used to go, Gato, things will get better, like he was calling him Cat. In Spanish, it kind of sounded, it kind of flowed right, but it, I realized he'd been doing that. The series came out like 1974. Uh-huh. This is 1994. So Jimmy had 20 years of gato. Things will get better. <laughs> so now, um, Alabama. So, all right. Now, I used to call Crims and Tide, and I also call it <laughs> That's great. the Penn State Nifty Lions. But that made sense to me. They're lions who are nifty. I'm not Nittany Mountain Range. We need some. Uh, somebody should pick that one up. Nifty. Right. You get Right. So what makes less sense? Because I can't do the holidays. I just put Santa at the top of the power charts. What makes less sense? Alabama. Look how he just dismissed it. 
Just Alli- the blue by it. Alli- well, I got it, it's right, Santa I got at the it, top fine. and then the Easter <clears throat> Bunny. Sorry about my voice. Go ahead. Go All ahead. right. Alabama Crimson Tide with an elephant mm-hmm. is a mascot. Or Stanford. Another with a more more uh, the cardinal the mm-hmm. color the color right with a pine tree the the one that makes no sense really at least they have all those trees up in the Bay Area that kind of tree the the elephant with with the uh, with the crimson tide is yes is it makes no sense uh, 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 in a literal way whatsoever. well the, the the cardinal if it was cardinal the bird. And then they showed the tree. At least, at least birds live in trees. Yeah, that's fair. And but they did. This is I learned Cardinal the color. I learned recently <laughs> that uh, that that they did for like ten, twelve years because so many people were calling them the Stanford Cardinals. They just were like, all right, well, what are you doing? We'll just be the Cardinals. And then they back back off of that somewhere around the Elway. Really? Down. Yeah, they were the Cardinals for for like a decade or something. But uh, I kind of think that's cool. The teams that don't end their name in S, I hate usually the Heat, the Magic, and so on. But there's something about the just naming yourself a color. The the they're basically the red, the Stanford red, the Tide. It's not an exciting thing. They rolled over everybody like an elephant, Mike. That's what it was, like a stampede. I, I'm pretty sure that's accurate, right? Uh, according to Wikipedia. Really? Oh, so I asked that to somebody recently who I thought would know, and that was the answer I got. Hugh Roberts, former sports editor of the Birmingham Age Herald, is credited with coming up with the phrase in 1907 describing the Iron Bowl played in Birmingham with Alabama a heavy favorite to win. The game was played in a sea of red mud which stained the Alabama jer- white jerseys crimson. Mm. What's that have to do with my elephant explanation? Don't 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 tell me I'm wrong and then I, not even now respond to it, do, sir. Take your issue. Up Where's with the Hugh elephant? No, no. Hey, Hugh Roberts is where you he's, have your beef. No, he's asking about where the elephant comes in. Yes, I that I'm sorry, I I must have misunderstood. But you, I thought you were attributing it to something else. The elephant. I'll well, do every some team research. has a color to them, so that's not a stunning thing. All right, you creep. Look up the elephant. Just find out about the elephant. What what kind of thing is that? A slap in my face on this holiday season. Mm. What's worse, uh, Dr. Drew's alma mater with uh, Lord Jeffs, the Lord <laughs> Jeffs, <coughs> the Lord Jeffs, or the banana slugs? But I, I, the Lord Jeffs is at least what wasn't meant at, to be like some sort of cutesy thing. The banana slugs is too self-aware. It's like, let's do something zany here. You know, and I, I resent that, you know? Well, that's what you get when you get a bunch of, like, sort of angry stoners. That's exactly. Who get you to can name have, the football team. That's exactly who hate right. Foot, who hate sports. That's precisely it. Yep. We put it to a vote. This is why you shouldn't put stuff to a vote all the time. You get a bunch of ass wipes that are angry at, like, authority and sports and the worst. And those guys all crapped out in junior high and they're stepdad told them they sucked at baseball and whatever it is and they have all these feelings about it so they give it a horrible name the worst one of those is uh, the the one that was sent out to the public was when the afl was uh was coming together in the i guess 1960 61 ish they said what should we name our new pro football team city of buffalo named after the majestic beast that once walked the plains of america the city is named after buffalo is named buffalo so what do they do? They go out of their way and name the football team after Buffalo Bill Cody, the man primarily responsible for nearly rendering said beast distinct from the earth. What kind of weirdo move is that? And then you wonder why you've never won a Super Bowl. 
because of that. It's yeah. a curse. No. Self-imposed curse. That's Why would you name your team Buffalo Bill? They tried to kill the all the, your city name. Buffaloes. Yes, sorry. The, the, the London Jack the Rippers. Is that, I mean, it's like, why would you do that? <laughs> uh, just to button this up a little bit, it appears the elephant thing stems from a 1930 Old Miss game where the ground started to tremble, and uh, after that, uh, reporters, after fans started saying the elephants were coming, the reporters started referring to the team as the Red Elephants. They did not adopt the name officially until the 70s but it was uh, a run so basically theme. i was uh, i was absolutely on. and your correction mm-hmm. embarrasses only you Hugh and your roberts family. correction sir right. mm-hmm. that's that another uh, deep dive into the world of sports thanks to adam carolla and uh, yours truly we'll be back with more on good sports podcast one sports out Gary, everybody, how old were you when you're flying first class to uh, Europe with your parents, yeah. jerking in your pod? Uh, <laughs> song's based on a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, 21 or oh something? Oh, my God. Hey, was that your first time to Europe? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was excited. All right. <laughs> Just check excited. it. I like to compare and contrast everyone's lifestyle to mine. Get ready for uh, Allie Hilfiger here. And uh, Steve Hash. It's going to be quite a chasm between their young adult lives and uh, mine as a young What an lad. introduction. Uh, Welcome. Thank you. Uh, thanks for coming in. Sit in. It is uh, the uh, podcast. You can find it on Podcast One and iTunes. And uh, you can check it out at uh, Sit in podcast.com welcome to the show thank you thanks, thanks for, having for having us, us. yeah so uh you guys go around and you talk to folks in fashion but just folks outside music as well just uh steve folks. that's your that's your expertise right mm-hmm. and uh you you bring the podcast to them yeah that's definitely like part of that's I guess probably the biggest part of it is that we don't really do it in a studio. We go to their like music studio, their art studio, their house. So we get a little bit of that kind of, you know, visual audio texture, a little bit at least. And it's- nailing down people to come to a studio can be kind of tough sometimes. We're like, you know, we'll just come to you. We'll make it easy. They can't say yeah, no. They can't I know. say no. It's, it's so, <laughs> yeah. no. We're not Adam Carolla yet. They're not just going to like drop everything and come to our studio. <laughs> no, I, I went to uh, Albert Brooks's place and talked to him. Um, Francis Ford Coppola. Francis Ford oh, Coppola. Wow. I went to his hotel, blew him, and then talked to him. Don't say why. Did he flash you in, your, in his bathroom coming out of the shower Wish. a couple times? I, I, you know, all the talk, but no one's really talking about the forgotten people that have never been 
approach to do anything. And the are real feeling victims. Do you pretty, feel left pretty out? Pretty left out. Yeah. Well, not left out, but like, come on now. So I feel the same way I feel about like gay guys never hitting on me. Yeah. Like, come he on. He gets What's wrong hit with you? on all this the is, This is not helping. Time. I find it very flattering. <laughs> oh, my God. It. That's what I'm I saying. It. It's great. Yeah. Petting, well, touching, oh. like talking about. Hottie daddy. Hottie daddy is a nickname. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. The gay folk have an aesthetic that transcends the straight folks. Aesthetic. They're mm. just better. They're just, they're just a little more detail yeah. oriented from an aesthetic standpoint. Yeah. And if you're getting hit on by a gay guy, it's not because you have a great personality. It's because you're easy <laughs> on the eyes. Yeah. Well, I That's like to all. think so. I mean, yeah, I look all right. So you <laughs> guys, you guys are uh, newly married, yes, right? But we you've are. been together for a while. Mm-hmm. I know Steve was sort of had a little fun indoctrination to your family. <laughs> Uh, can you tell oh, us yeah. that story? Well, and it, first of all, we met like last week. It would be seven years the day we met, and we got married about six months ago. And the end of June, whenever that was. Yeah, yeah. but then the little bit after Christmas, around New Year's Eve in 2000, 2010, going into two thousand eleven, we were in Costa Rica together. We had only been on a couple of dates. You know, I finally let him in my pants. It took a while. <laughs> Definitely was like. No, 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 until I wasn't used until to I could trust him. <laughs> <laughs> and and then once that happened, sealed the deal, I was like, This is this is good. This is gonna be okay. We were snowed in, about to go to New York for New Year's Eve, but we all the flights were canceled. And I said, you know, my my family is in the Caribbean. It can be kind of fun. It's a fun party. Let's go. So he was up for it. He was a yeah, sport. fuck yeah. I'll just spend more time in the Caribbean. <laughs> well, so we landed. She didn't tell me when he, she met her family. I was thinking, okay, maybe her like, you know, her mom or dad. I land and it's her dad, his new wife, your mom, her, yeah. her new husband, <laughs> your dad's new wife's hus- ex-husband and his girlfriend. And their kids. And their kids. All of your siblings. Yeah. A couple aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. The family reunion. This is lunch. And <laughs> yeah. it, what's the island? It's a little island in the Caribbean in the West Indies. It's a private island. It's called Mystique. It's, it's like a... Which is a whole nother. It's where all of the shenanigans know. go on behind you, closed doors. It's like where David Copperfield hangs out? No, no. It's like Mick Jagger, David Bowie, like Brian Adams. Like. It's just like one of these things that folks know about and then other folks have never heard about. But mm-hmm. if right. you know about it, you know about it. Yeah. And you, you rent the island or you lease no, the island or like how's it work? private homes and it's everyone's kind of a shareholder of the island if you own a home. Oh. And it's, you know, crazy Co-op. things happen. And whatever a, happens in Mystique stays It's a gay community. Corolla Cruise on three. Yeah. <laughs> so the gate is the water. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And how do you fly? It's a big boat. You have like a flying boat it's or like something? a little tiny little island hopper with propellers. And it's like hot and sweaty and r- rickety. And you're just like, oh, my God, am I going to die or land? You're, you always land. And how many, it's who good. are some of the, so your family has mm-hmm. a home there. Mm-hmm. Who are the other residents of the, a uh, Mick Jagger, did you say? Yep, yep. He's one of our neighbors and Brian Adams. Sweet. And uh, Brian loves Brian Adams. Well, Shania yeah, Twain used to have a house there. What? Really? Else, Tom Ford was going to buy a house, but he didn't end up doing that. Bowie had a house there. Bowie had a, a house studio. there. Yep, and he and he rebuilt the whole Fisherman's Village, which was awesome. Uh, who else? Felix Dennis. He started Maxim Magazine. Is uh, I don't know anything about the uh, fashion world. Is uh, Hilfiger? I remember getting popular. In the eighties, yeah, like eighty. Well, eighty five <clears throat> is when it started, and then nineties, like Snoop Dogg and all the cool rappers just blew it up, and that right. was just like, uh, like a wet dream, basically coming true. So, what was it like before that? And I know you're probably too young to remember, but you probably have talked to your dad, and mom about it. Like, 
was the brand struggling? I can oh, never boy. figure out. Like, the struggle I was, I, was real. I saw um, like Timberland like- <laughs> boots the other day. I saw a commercial for Timberland boots for the NFL, and they're doing like hip hop Timberland boots. Yeah. But when I work construction, I bought Timberland boots right. just at like an army surplus store because they were boots for yeah. workers. You guys can probably talk about this but, like, stuff like from the fashion world, not even high fashion, but just mm-hmm. the world of clothing gets co-opted by another group like Dickie's Pants, you know, mm-hmm. became a thing with uh, a certain type of musician and then like the Timbaland Boots and then mm-hmm. the Tommy Hilfiger stuff became like co-opted by Louis another. Louis Vuitton acquiring Supreme. That's a very interesting right. one because it's it a real streetwear brand. I- and now, like, fancy rich people are wearing Supreme, and you're like, what? Like, this Who needs boots less than rappers? <laughs> That's what I was like. If I made you a well, thing, like, and I said lumberjacks, construction workers. Well, how about the Doc Martens getting co-opted by the, you know, the, the punk community and everything? Totally, how, yeah. what, how did sure. punks need Well, boots that was an, yeah. I think that was an element, if, if I... Um, I don't want to throw any um, neo-Nazis under the bus here, but there was an <laughs> element that. of Steve that. had a mohawk oh, that two, had a feet, look. two feet like high when he was like 18 years old. He was like a real punk, like a did you punk. Did you wear the Doc Martens? Oh, hell yeah. They're also, yeah. I will say this about Doc Martin, incredibly comfortable souls, <laughs> really, as well as Timberlands. Okay. Like, See, you're on to something. This, something guy, that. this guy had a rat that lived on him, and he smelled like a garbage can because he true. went dumpster diving it's to a, get food. This is who I married, ladies and gentlemen. Time ago, He's very man. scrappy. You wouldn't find me in a trash can. Like, let's see. You know. What product does one use? I started bathing before we met. Yeah, yeah. For how, do sure. get, how do you <laughs> keep your hair up at that length, that mohawk it's, length? There's a lots of different ways to do it. Um, see, like Elmer's glue is one. I was going to say there's yeah. a joke. No, no, no. Really, really? Elmer's glue, really? Wow. clear stuff, or. Yeah. Another one, when you're really, really serious about it, you get um, food gelatin, like Knox food gelatin from like, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Food, you know, whatever. And you like mix it with water and you put it in there and you blow it dry and it literally makes like your hair into basically candy. That's amazing. Do you have little like like animals that come and eat it because it's sugar? <laughs> Woodland creatures. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, gel- the gelatin's probably not sugar based. It's probably just like clear gelatin, it's right? Gross. Yeah, it's gross. It actually smells. Yeah. It's like, like fondant. The actually, amount of integrity. The amount of integrity that this guy has is like puts us all to shame. <laughs> I don't know. So you're. Hill figures like around for how long before? Or okay, it well, gets co-opted by the rap community. I mean, no, I mean, not co-opted. Just like it, it he put, it put him on the map. Yeah. It yeah, put well, him on the map that, because he I mean. was, str- I mean, my parents were like, grew up pretty poor and like, you know, living on mac and cheese, trying to find jobs, like had clothing lines that fell through or whatever. And um, finally, my father got approached by an Indian guy named Moham Rajani to back him and say, listen, let's start your own brand. And he turned down a job at Calvin Klein. This is all in his book, American Dreamer now, by the way. It's, it's a really great book. And uh, and then so he started designing kind of like preppy with a twist, right? Mm-hmm. And my uncle Andy is this hilarious kind of force to be reckoned with. He he kind of knows everyone. And it literally like we'll go to JFK or LaGuardia and the baggage claim guys will be like, oh, my God, I know your uncle. We're like, what? It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> And uh, so he lived in Harlem at the time and he would go to all the clubs and he'd pass out these Tommy Hilfiger T-shirts that his brother was making, you know, and give them to all these guys. And like Snoop and the gang was one of these guys at the clubs and he gave them to him and Snoop wore these these uh, rugby shirts on Mm. SNL. Uh, And it just put him on the map. And it was so awesome because he became 
part of the big leagues, like with Calvin, Donna, Ralph, you know, Perry Ellis. It became iconic of the era. And yeah. Nautica. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and now. And music, too, with Aaliyah. And right. Then Britney Aaliyah, and, Mark and, Ronson, Britney Spears. They sponsored Rolling Stones tours. I mean, there's a huge music side of it, too, I think, yep. that sometimes people forget. David Bowie and Iman were in a couple of ad campaigns. My dad wanted to be a rock and roll. He wanted to be like a Rolling Stone. And he was living in upstate New York, and he had, like, long hair, bell-bottoms, working at a gas station. He wanted to make his own money, and so he would drive his little Beetle to New York to smoke a lot of pot, buy a bunch of jeans on St. Mark's Place, drive them back, and sell them. And there was this massive flood in Elmira, New York in the the late 70s, and literally, like, all of the stores just got, like, wrecked, destroyed in people's houses. But they had the wherewithal... (coughs) between all the pot smoking, of course, to bring all of their merchandise to a higher ground. Mm-hmm. These little old ladies in Elmira, New York, who were like, we need more clothes. Like, all of them got destroyed. Would go and buy all of his, like, hippie, you know, uh-huh. hipster this stuff is and wear it. with Bubba Gump shrimp, right? situation. These little old ladies would, like, be walking around with, like, you know, band T-shirts and bell-bottoms, you know? People's Place was his first store. It was like a head shop mixed with the denim, you know? So for right. you, What's thankfully, <laughs> you weren't around for these days. No. You were around for, for the, the preppy the, days. For the preppy days. Yeah, I was in smock dresses till I was 13. <laughs> the... Um, did you so, ever like try and piss them off by wearing like uh, you know like uh, Abercrombie stuff or you know, other yeah logos? yeah all I wanted Gap. to do was wear the Gap. <laughs> there you like go. I was like mom like please because my mom also was a children's wear clothing designer and she would it was like all high end French and English clothes like very conservative and I just wanted to like wear the limited two in the Gap yes, just be normal free sweatshirt yes just normal totally. relaxed. We all have our crosses to bear. <laughs> I wanted to not wear oh, poor me. super Woo-hoo, denim or boo-hoo. tough skin. Um, Adam had a, a popcorn tin for a toilet. Yeah. Oh. Same th- on the Same island. Thing. I bet you had to do a fair bit of that. <laughs> all right. So uh, once again, the uh, podcast is called The Sit-In with uh, Allie and uh, Steve. And uh, you can check that out on uh, Podcast One. We'll also... Um, do a little news, right, Gina yeah, Brad? And you guys sit in, and we'll uh, crack wise first. I'll tell you about Trade Station. Ah, you want that extra edge? You want to find that next great trade? Easy to use tools for traders of all skill levels. Simple pricing, stocks just five bucks a trade. Options fifty cents per contract plus five bucks per trade. Futures buck fifty per contract per side. No software fees. Free real-time market data, free premium tools. So if you're going to be online, you're going to do a little trading, go with the smart ones. Go with TradeStation. Take a fresh look at TradeStation at TradeStation.com slash Corolla. Let them know you heard it here. It always helps. The sponsors are great. They're getting us through another fantastic year. And uh, if you're going to be around the computer and you want to do a little uh, little trading from home, you go to TradeStation, trade smart, trade confident, Trade Station. That's tradestation.com slash Corolla. All right, let's do a little news, Gina Grad. Let's do it. Give you the news with Grad. News with Gina Grad. Breaking viral. All those crazy Trump tweets. Give me news with Gina Grad. Trouble in the Middle East. Celebrity drunk meltdowns. Seek news with Gina Gina Grad. 
the news with Gina Grad. Well, I don't know if you saw any of this footage, I'll, I'll pop some on the screen while I talk about it. But Reuters reports that more than 400 planned flights to or from Atlanta have been scrapped and another 86 have been delayed. The airport lost power on Sunday morning after what Georgia Power believes was due to a fire in an underground electrical facility. The, the, in this clip, uh, people are finally getting those floodlights on, but it was pitch black in that airport. By the time things were fixed around 11.45 p.m., miserable would-be passengers had posted pictures and videos that were widely shared online of their confinement inside planes, stuck outside. Could the planes land that were circling? Wow. I, I'm sure they were diverted. Oh, so there, it was a pitch no, the black. The power was out like all Everywhere, the- yeah. Uh, darkened terminals. Die hard situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, people were bored. People were starving. People were exhausted. They were all disembarked safely, though, uh, by about 10 p.m., nine hours after the outage began. More than 11 Hundred flights were canceled on Sunday, and this is affecting uh, flights all over the country, some all over the world. And I didn't realize this, but a lot of the reports were, were referring to this airport as the busiest airport in the world. Yeah, I was going to say it looks like just another weekend at the Atlanta airport. Right? It's one of the worst yeah, I had no idea. Huge hub. Yeah, they said more than a hundred million trips and connections began or ended at the airport in 2015. Oh, is there where Delta is? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Delta's yeah, you know the. Uh, I was just thinking, how does this affect me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this thought the other day, which is if you start a business and your business is in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. almost everyone who works for you is from somewhere else. Yeah. And so there's a difference around the holidays. There's like, there's two kinds of not working. There's not working, but you could get me to come over and do something. And then there's not working because I'm not, I'm in Connecticut. Right here. Not not working. And I realize when you <laughs> set up shop in L.A., you have an assistant. The assistant is from Illinois somewhere. He's splitting to go to his parents' yeah. house. And they have they always, like, shave a couple, like, I'm going to leave the Saturday before the Monday, before the whatever. And then they're just gone. And you realize everyone just leaves. Yeah. And when someone's in town... You can kind of talk them into, let's come over for a couple hours and help me set up for the Christmas party or whatever it is. But you work in L.A., everybody takes yep. off. And when they take off, they're gone. They're like, off the they're, map. They're off, they're off the map. I'm trying to think if there's a city that's more everyone splitting than L.A. Since everyone is from somewhere else and they all go home. For the holidays. Yeah, nowhere the size of L.A. Maybe New no. York. And maybe maybe some New like, York. Maybe yeah. some like vacation towns like Aspen or something. Maybe right. nowhere the size of L.A. But everything, at least in the, sm- the short amount of time I lived in New York, everyone seems like they can get back to New York from wherever they're from. Mm. Like Ohio or That's Connecticut true. or Maine. But if you are from L- if you live in L.A., like I'm going back to Kansas City. Like I'm yeah. not going to be available. Right. <laughs> I'm not. But I I'm didn't want saying. you, but I see what you're saying. I mean, I don't not want you. <laughs> I mean, you, you could stay. This is getting be a big. It wouldn't yeah. be a big deal if okay. you stayed. Okay. Okay. That was always the best part of living in New York is when everybody left for the holidays, though. Yes, it clears out. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Carolina Panthers owner Jerry Richardson was one of the most recognizable owners in the NFL. Then a story broke Friday that he was accused of inappropriate workplace behavior. 48 hours later, the Panthers announced he was selling the team. Wow. Uh, Yep. According to Sports Illustrated, quote, at least four former Panther employees have received significant monetary settlements due to inappropriate workplace comments and conduct by Richardson. And on at least one occasion, the 81-year-old directed a racial slur at a 
black Carolina scout. The settlements, as often happens, came with a non-disclosure agreement that forbid anyone from talking about it, so we can't really get many details. The opening paragraph of the story details Jeans Day. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, Jeans Day? Yeah, they had Jeans Day. Sounds like, like a way to... Like it, it's like I have a uh, had a son named Gene who yeah. was a special needs kid, oh. and we'd have Gene's Day to raise money, right, for little Gene for awareness. Gene's camp, Jean's yeah, Day. and then I get up there and I give denim? a speech. Gene's dream, yeah, Gene's okay. Day. Uh, like I wish it was Gene the dead, the guy. Yeah, that would have been better. But uh. employees at the team's office were allowed to wear their denim on Gene's Day. Oh, wow. It became Richardson's <laughs> custom they NFL. They don't He's live 81. in LA. No, they, everyone they, in LA wears jeans every day. Exactly. Uh, so it became Richardson's custom to ask female employees to turn around so he could check out their little backsides mm. and uh, he'd say, show me how you wiggle to get those jeans up. No, Brian. Yeah. Multiple... Oh, <laughs> employees said Richardson's leering was uh, treated as something of a running joke but no one ever said anything until now. I feel like a great punishment for this guy would be for every single day for his housekeeper to say, let me see you wiggle to get those jeans up, Mr. Whatever his name is. Yeah, Richardson. You know, Mr. Richardson. Let me see. And he'd have to do it all the time and it would have to be posted live watching him wiggle (laughs) to get his little jeans up. That's very Black Mirror. Every single pair of jeans is like a a different pair of jeans each day that he's got to have to put up over that (laughs) Big ass did he have to? Does, does he have to sell? I never get why they have to sell. Like, did they he want to sell? Does he have to? Or well, it seems he, like they don't want the stink of this problem. Yeah. Well, we already the have it, right? Like, mm. like yeah. when they go, well, he po- apologized and then made restitution with or whatever, and then he sold the team. Like, yeah. why? But that's why on you, him. The stink is on him personally, not the team. Yeah, I get it, but I'm just saying he must be wanting to sell. Like, if if you don't want to sell the team, you don't sell the team. You just pay off some people, say you're sorry, and we get on to the next, whoever's in the news tomorrow for for this, right? He was also also in the news, I I vaguely remember him being very involved for some reason in the bathroom controversy in in North Carolina. Yeah, Yeah, he was involved in that somehow. Uh, So I'm wondering if it's just he's 81, he's probably tripled his money on this team, his expansion team, you know, 20 years ago. When did he buy the team, Gary, because more than tripled, probably. But anyway. But what I'm saying is it might just be time to get out, pass the money on to his grandkids and yeah. say it's been nice. And also, do we even know like what I think we all assume there's more that these guys did. Yeah. Because yep. whatever they said doesn't feel like enough, enough to yeah. hold up and sell your team or to That's pay people why. off. But yeah. I always assume there's more, but, but then so. we never really get to it. And well, maybe this is why. And mm-hmm. in this case, they, they settled and they all signed NDAs. So yeah, this this one will probably never know. I think he wants to just make his inappropriate comments in private, in the yeah. privacy of his home, without having to own a team. And it's like, I'm 81, guys. I'm going to yeah. die in 10 years and just let me keep being a dirty old man. Yeah. And you make my money. Yeah. <laughs> 93 is when it was established, but we don't know what. Was he the original owner? We don't know. Probably. That. 206 million. Oh, in my the God. 93. Billion dollars. Well, Close to oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're saying, who's next now they're saying the market value is over $2 billion. Uh, who's two, next? Wow. $2 billion. Jesus. <laughs> I'll tell you tomorrow because yeah. it will not take long. I know. I know. <laughs> it's every day a new one. No, literally, yep. I was going to make a Google alert that just said sexual misconduct just so I could try to stay on top of the shit. Yeah, that's a good idea, except you don't want that on your phone. No, exactly. <laughs> that's so gross. Well, multiple divisions of the Department of Health and Human Services have been told by the Trump administration that they should not use certain words uh, or phrases in official documents being prepared for next year's budget. That's according to the Washington Post. So the seven words that are banned are vulnerable, entitlement, diversity, transgender, fetus, 
evidence-based and science-based. The list was given to the officials at the CDC and prevention by uh, senior CDC officials on Thursday. Another HHS agency was told to stop using entitlement, diversity, and vulnerable and also opt uh, for Obamacare instead of calling it the Affordable Care Act. Mm. They were also told not to use the word marketplaces when describing where people can buy health insurance and instead use exchanges. And I have to admit, I find this very confusing. I don't really have any answers as to why this is happening. Well, convoluted. I think we're in a new world order where you just go crooked Hillary and then everyone yeah. starts yeah. saying crooked Hillary yeah. and the next thing you know, you're associating this with that. I mean, I had a guy in here, Tim, what was Tim's last name? I was telling you guys, but I think I was telling you guys. He, he ran, he, talking about Mitt Romney and some other guys like that. And they just start something Miller. like, what's that? Miller. Tim Miller, right. I know we had an exotic last name. <laughs> I'm not a linguist. I can't remember everyone's last name. But Tim Miller was basically, he did take a knee with me. But he was just saying, like, they just start, like, Mitt Romney did this. You know, he had his dossier filled with women or binders his folders, binder binders filled of women. women. And, and people would say, like, well, that's nothing. And they're like, yeah, but keep saying it. Right. And it'll be something. Right. And I don't even know what it was supposed to be. He, he sort of missed. I didn't even know if he misspoke. He just said, oh, what do you mean I don't hire women? I have binders it full of women. Yeah. And it everyone just went, yeah. well, they I think we knew it. what he meant. He had right. binders filled with women applicants or something Big that Halloween he was using to hire. And everyone just went nuts. Yeah. And now it just is. So yeah. there's this new world order where... It's all about the words. You don't mm-hmm. call it affordable health care. You call it Obamacare. Right. And you, you label everything. The So the right does that with that. The left does with denied access to whatever right. bullshit they're lying about. And everyone has their own, their own verbiage. Right. And then the verbiage becomes, it's like voter suppression. What does that mean? It means show an ID. Right. But if you said ID for voting, you'd go, well, that's sensible. That, that but you call it voter suppression, you go, well, that's evil. Yeah. So if we're calling it what it is, it's sensible. If we're calling voter suppression, it's, it's an evil. evil. And now we got a good argument. And then we'll do the Obamacare. We won't call it affordable health care. We'll call it Obamacare. And we'll start labeling everything. Yeah. And now, yeah. and since we'll make all our decisions based on the label, then you'd be dumb not to label everything. Yeah. And, and and the guy who basically, I don't know if he invented it, but he perfected it, was Trump. Trump, absolutely. Well, that's well, what he's doing. And Mr. Uh, Dilbert broke this down. Uh, we talked about that before. I don't remember his name. Uh, yeah, Miller, Damn. I think his last name. His name was Miller <laughs> Miller. His last yeah. name was Smith. Scott yeah, he, Adams. Scott Adams. Scott okay. Adams. There you yes. go. Smith Adams Miller. This Same is great. Thing. It was a very interesting sort of psychological Hip- story about which you, you, you start saying crooked Hillary enough and it's going to be effective. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think Trump had a tweet yesterday or the day before that referred to them as crooked and bill. So he doesn't even oh. use the word Hillary anymore. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, the holidays are the season for giving, but sadly, it's also the season for scamming for a lot of people. According to USA Today, here are the top scams to avoid in the next few weeks. Social media gift exchanges. I don't know if you've seen these pop up on Facebook. These posts pop up multiple times a day on your Facebook feed. I've seen a thousand of them. Oh, let me ask you guys this. I think we did the secret santa or something last night at my sister's house oh, you think you did the yankee swap <laughs> not exactly not, sure if it's it was so secret you're not sure if you actually <laughs> did it i'm yeah. running a fever but i at a certain point my poor dad he got stuck with the board game scandal mm. what oh boy it's <laughs> an 86 year old dude who yeah. you know wears three pair of underpants to bed you know what I mean? like he doesn't <laughs> need to yeah. so what i did so i 
Also, I got a, I got a, I got a call foul here. My sister said, "You bring in how many people are coming?" I said, "My wife and two kids." Okay, that's four gifts. It's four gifts. Yeah. I said, "Okay." I said, uh, twenty bucks or under." I said, "Fine." So I sent the assistant to the to the Trader Joe's. I said, "Give me four bottles of scotch around twenty five dollars." Very nice. Kind of, at some point, my son got hold of a puzzle, and I was like, "Whoa." You said or under. I, I got some 12-year-old yeah. scotch, some single malt scotch over here. What's the puzzle? My sister's like, I said, who's is this? Who did the puzzle? Oh, There's like 25 right. people Nobody. in the room. Like, who? Nobody. Come on. Who, what hero decided to get the covered bridge Brilliant. here with a puzzle? And my sister was like, uh, it was me. And I was like, sweetie, you said 20 or under. Said, That's under. Yeah. Yep. So I said, Way under. Are you free? That's our technicality. <laughs> Regift. You got what 20 or under means knocking on the right. door of 20, not well. It was, not it was the $5 brand of Toys R Us. Yes. yes. The impulse section. Yeah, the yes. Impulse. <laughs> so at a certain point when it we got into the game. It was unclear, but you could stand up and instead of go pick a new gift, yeah, you could else take it? someone else's gift. Yeah. I saw my poor dad standing there with this game, this this board game. <laughs> scandal. That was a scam. There's yeah. a scam. And he was never going to open it. So I just got it up and, and I, I took gotcha. that off his hands. That was nice. Of and you. I went and sat down and then I did uh, a power move, which I just left it behind. Oh, oh that'll show him. <laughs> but also. I bought four bottles of scotch. Yeah. Who got those? Not Adam. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Who walked away? Two with of those? them were accounted for, but I don't know where the other oh, two went. No. The math wasn't what, working out. Was Jim, your mom there? Because you know she likes scandals, to hoard. Uh, yeah. Somebody was on the grift over there. Your mom likes to hoard expensive uh, liquor. That's true. It's true. It, put it behind <laughs> pillows. She could have hoarded yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Behind pillows. Yeah. It's far cry <laughs> from the, the island right? you guys grew up on. Over there. <laughs> so so yeah. Now, so you, according to the rules, you can stand up and go pick someone else's gift. Yes. Yeah. And then here's the question. Here's the okay. controversy. Does the person whose gift you take, do they get to take someone else's yes. gift or they have to go to the tree and pick a new? They can do either. New item. Now, now they're back to square one. So they can steal someone or they can take a new one. Mm. Yeah. I see a lot of fights breaking out around this game. It gets violent. What, what, gets, what gets people pissed is somebody a just gives a wrapped up $20 bill and oh then boy. my son got the $20 bill Ooh. and then someone else just walked up and took, took it, it from him <laughs> and gave him a puzzle. Weird. Yeah, yeah, it's taking a weird money game. out of his mouth. That's terrible. Food out of his mouth. Yes, sorry. <laughs> so avoid this Facebook scam that everybody does a gift exchange online. Forget that. Grandparent scams. So these target the elderly, especially this time of year. Scammers will call claiming to be the grandchild that's in trouble and needs money. Uh, if you have wow. kids, Jesus. warn your parents With about the, the scam. With Russian accent? <laughs> I am in this Gary. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gary says this did happen to his grandmother. Yeah, a couple, Legit. Years, couple years back. Wow. Yeah, please uh, tell them. Just yeah. hang up on Night. It's not. It's not your grandson. That's sad. Um, fake- I'm in a pod. I'm away to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> no, this person claimed that I was in jail <gasps> and that like they needed bail money. Or oh, that's something. terrible. But that was kind of what screwed them because yeah, they fell Gary's for a good it, right? boy. Yeah. yeah, oh my God. Yeah. Fake charities is a huge one. Uh, any phone solicitation should be verified as an actual, legit organization before you start handing over credit cards, routing numbers. Don't do that. And finally, free gift cards. Scammers use phishing, PH phishing, emails, and pop ups to try to convince people that they've won a free gift card. Don't fall for that either. Don't click on any links. Don't share personal info. If you didn't, and remember, if, if you didn't, 
sign up for the contest, you didn't win. Right. So they're calling yeah. you out of the blue. It's always a very sad thing when a friend of yours on Facebook will like post something like and move the caption, hey, worth a shot. And it's yeah, like, Southwest no, it is, is giving not. away a thousand gift cards. Like, no, Southwest <laughs> is not giving away a thousand gift cards. Tommy Hilfiger is giving away a thousand pair of jeans. <laughs> nope. It's like, no. Worth a not. shot. <laughs> worth, hey, worth a shot. I you want this, a cruise. I got this weird thing that said, um, you owe this invoice money to a entity that I did pay an invoice to. And then you start thinking, did I pay them? But I recognize the name, but everything else looks fishy about it. So they're on this new scam where they're finding familiar contacts. Right. And Mm -hmm. they're going, you never paid these guys. And of course it always cuts to that part of you. That's like, Oh my God, I didn't pay them. It's like a weird number, like 2798. You're like, what? I don't know anything, but Matt, my, uh, my, my um, assistant does, and you he'll know. tell you that's a weird email and yeah. a weird this, and don't listen I get to guys knocking on the door being like, do you want to sign up for Greenpeace? And I'm like, oh, yes, of course. So hold on. Let, wait here. I'm going to go get my credit card. Like, I am that sucker. Oh, no. Oh, boy. It's yeah, bad. it's bad. Well, I know. I, the only other piece of advice I would give is if it's Apple or Yahoo or anything like that, always check the sender's email because it is nine times out of ten, it's, you know, whoever at a corporation you've never Trust heard of. Yeah. Yeah, Apple it, company. It's not com. Apple and it doesn't say Yahoo.com. So always look at that if as well. If it says AOL, just delete oh, it as well. <laughs> I, if it says Leo, get back in your time machine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, AOL just went off for good. It's it's sad. Uh, let me tell you uh, about Nightfall, man, on History. History's new scripted drama series, Nightfall Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Set in medieval France, tangled in politics and conflict. One courageous Templar knight will lead his order of warrior monks on a life-or-death mission to find the lost Holy Grail. Tom Cullen, the guy from uh, Downton Abbey, is going to lead the cast this season. He's taken uh, viewers deep inside the most powerful, mysterious military order of the Middle Ages. Whoever controls the Grail holds the power. It's nightfall. It's history. History's coming up with a ton of original content. It's scripted. And it's Wednesday nights, and it's 10 p.m. It is nightfall. It is history. It is Wednesdays. It is 10 p.m. And remember, man, the guy from uh, Downton Abbey, Tom Cullen, is uh, leading the cast. So it's got to be awesome. Nightfall, man. All right, let's do one and a half more. Okay. Well, the folks at Forbes just crunched the numbers and determined, actually, uh, maybe I'll let you guess, who the most overpaid actor in Hollywood is. And I'll tell you how they got to that What's conclusion. I'll tell you. and Probably then, not a woman either. And then you can guess. Yeah, overpaid actor. Uh, the well, star- it can be because, like, I think Cameron Diaz was on this list oh, for some reason a few years ago. Well, it'll make well, sense why. Yeah. You want it. You want to be the most overpaid. Yes. <laughs> right. So here's how they break it down. So he's. It is a man. He's not box office poison by any means, but his salary is so high that he cuts into the profit margin on just about every film. Gutenberg. <laughs> Steve, he's a friend. Yeah. He's a dear friend, but Gutenberg? Probably, nope. No. He didn't make the list. Is this someone this year? who's made a movie or multiple movies in the past year or just over the last few years? Oh, he gotta, He's got to be a perennial all-star. It's not someone that's like a blast from the past by any means. Right, so this is very... Ryan so Gosling? I'm going oh, that's with, a good I'm guess. I'm going with Tom Cruise. Okay, hmm. right. I was going to say someone in the comedic range like Zach Galifianakis or someone like that who's, okay. who's okay. made a few bombs. But, I don't but he's not getting paid enough. Yeah. No, yeah. 
I'm gonna say Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Okay, Gary, you look. I think I, I may have I seen this. Yeah, oh. I kind of so saw it, so I can't say. The can it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw, so you I saw, saw it? the paper. Oh, okay. There. I can't, okay. I can't guess. The answer is Mark Wahlberg. What? Yes, Wahlberg raked in a total of sixty-eight million like for the year. Well. well, he that losing money on several films and barely breaking even on Deepwater Horizon and Patriots Day. Oh, um, and yeah. none of you, by the way, none of you guessed the second most overpaid actor. That goes to Christian Bale. Hmm. For starring in the movie The Promise, which was the worst performing wide oh, release yeah. of 2017, mm. the film reportedly earned back barely one-tenth of its $90 million production budget. Dawson guess saw him in Christian Bale. Do- oh, nice. Doctor's office guess. once. <laughs> oh, really? Pediatrician's <laughs> office, yeah. He's like bringing his kids there. Oh. like, oh. It's so the deal is you have to be overcompensated. Right. But Cutting into the profit. For you... This is every, every one of us you should hope, hope to, to make the list <laughs> yes. of most overcompensated, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. It'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's fine with it. But they're talented. I mean, they're talented actors, relatively so. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not a sort of a huge shock. I don't I don't think. It's not like a Razzie oh, award. No. It's just that the it's underwater with But what you don't want is I got scale and everyone else made billions of dollars. Right. Like right. The, the opposite of this award is that. Right. So that's not where you want to be. They yeah. co-starred in the fighter. No, that's right. That's the true. two of them. Oh, mm-hmm. look at Christian that. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. To do with it. right. They got together and said, hey, let's just keep charging. <laughs> Run it up. Well, speaking of movies, James Cameron's disaster epic Titanic, the beloved fantasy The Goonies, Christopher Nolan's Memento, and 1989's Field of Dreams are among the 25 films selected for inclusion in the Library of Congress's National Film Registry. The titles, do you have the whole list? Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't. I knew you'd be pissed, and I apologize. I, I so should have had Field of Dreams. But I'll give you a few more. Uh, Titanic, Goonies, Memento. Memento, Goonies. Field of Dreams. Goonies, that guy. you have to be the right age, right? Uh, Do you guys appreciate Goonies right or you the window? Love okay, Goonies. me too. Okay. Never it's, saw it's it. A window, <laughs> it's a window nothing. movie. I'm, I'm that person, though, it's that like, a, doesn't see the big, you know. It's not yeah. a perennial all-star. It's like you have to be between the ages of 33 yeah. and 43, and then you're Goonies. Yeah. And if you're not there, then it's just a weird kids movie. I yeah, will I say Absolutely. that people who lump Goonies and Back to the Future together are wrong to do that. I think oh, Back to the Future is a superior well, movie. But they kind of go in that same window. You know my coffee table book, What Black People think white people talk about all day. I'm going to put the compare and contrast between the Goonies and Back in the Future is somewhere in the middle of the book. Like yeah, this is something good. that white people do. So, like don't even try so I was to around, lump Goonies in. I was sitting around talking to Tommy Hilfiger's daughter about Back in the Future. Right. Boy, if only Power of Love was playing right now. Oh, and Allie's like, I haven't seen either of those. I'm not exactly sure what you guys are talking about. I know about artists, fashion designers, and musicians. Hence why I do my podcast there about creative go. people. Not, not, not millennial or whatever movies yes. that are famous in the 80s. Well, the titles will be added to the library's collection of films designated as having cultural, social, and aesthetic Memento, significance. Huh? Yes, and I love Memento. I love it too. Uh, Die Hard, Dumbo, La Bamba, and Spartacus Dumbo. also made the list. Yes. It's taking this long for Spartacus to get in? <laughs> yeah. Like, and Dumbo. Die Hard, Dumbo, Dumbo. La Bamba. And Spartacus. Well, that's affirmative. Dumbo, action. like the cartoon? So the test of time. That's yeah. like a really no one's like thing. shaking about yeah. lapels here. Have you seen La Bamba? I cried the first time I saw Dumbo. <laughs> Dumbo or La Bamba? You, like, it was traumatizing. It was traumatizing. It, that it, is, had to, it had to be turned off and I could never watch it. That again. might be the most traumatizing of all the mm-hmm. Disney movies. When he's when the mom, they steal the mom. Bambi. Bambi. rocking her baby 
through Ooh. a cage at the circus. Yeah. It is. I, I cannot watch it. Uh, so the titles are chosen from public suggestions sent in via the Library of Congress's website and uh, consulting with the National Film Preservation Board. Some 5,200 titles were submitted. The 2017 editions bring the total number of pictures in the registry, registry to 725. So, Gary, there were 20 this? 25, I think, 25. total. Gary, I you got to find it. Oh, there it is. Who decides this? Shockingly. The people and the registry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm shocked um, that Guess Who's Coming to Dinner wasn't already in there. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's some that you, you won't have heard of, but uh, let's see. Uh, the sinking cuts. of. Uh, okay, so the. So Superman. interior interior New York wait what sorry there's some things going there's on some deep screen. cuts in that interior New York subway 14th Street to 42nd Street it's from 1905 oh. this that's literally probably just showing the interior of the subway <laughs> the sinking of the Lusitania yeah, 1918 that's he, actually from before the Lusitania sunk so they had an eerie premonition oh that's even worse mm-hmm. uh, he who gets slapped to be from 1924 <laughs> Fuentes family home movie collection from the 20s and 30s uh, with the Abraham. Lincoln Brigade in Spain. Only Angels Have Wings, Dumbo, Gentleman's Agreement, Ace in the Hole, that's from 1951, uh, Kirk Douglas movie, Spartacus, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, Wanda from 1971, Lives of Performers from 72, Time and Dreams, Superman, Boulevard Nights, The Goonies, La Bamba, Die Hard, Thelonious Monk, uh, Straight No Chaser, that's from 88, Field of Dreams, To Sleep with Anger, a 1990 movie, uh, For Little Girl, Four Little Girls, a documentary uh, about uh, the Birmingham church <laughs> bombing, Titanic and Memento. Very uh, eclectic, of, yeah, eclectic yeah. list. Yeah. Yes, that's somebody's whole so movies made it on there. A lot of Kirk Douglas films on there too. Yeah. By the way, they're, yeah. they're getting them in while they can. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a show up at the ceremony. Oh. All right, let's bring it home. You got it. I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news. Gina, Gina. That was the news with Gina Grad. Mm, let me tell you about True Car, man. Car. I'll give you a couple of tips you may uh, want to use. Uh, I did not know this, but you place the key fob underneath your chin, and it'll increase the range. Gary knew about that. I didn't know about that. So if you're out in the parking lot, you went to the football game, and it's out there somewhere, like on the Rose Bowl golf course, you put the key fob underneath your chin, and you fire it up, and you increase the range. So here's another tip you might not know. True car. Also helps you get uh, used cars. It's true car. It is used cars. It's new cars. It's certified. They have a certified dealer network nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars. Enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience. So whether you're buying new or used, you see what other people paid. So you know you're getting the good deal before you squeeze the trigger. Enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with True Car certified dealers. A lot of people think about getting a new ride in 2018. Let's use our friends over at True Car. You get a better, more enjoyable buying experience at True Car. Uh, we're doing a live basic cable commentary that's coming up Thursday, January 25th. That's Irvine. That's at the Irvine Improv. We'll do Cobra up on stage. Me and uh, Mike August will do that. You can uh, check out Corolla Drinks. Uh, hi to Lynette over there. She's doing an amazing job. Also, lots of our movies at chassis.com for the holiday. The podcast, Sit In with Allie Hilfiger and Steve Hash. That is uh, on Podcast One and iTunes as well. Be sure and rate it and leave a nice review. Sitinpodcast.com is where you can go to find out more 
about that uh, podcast. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thanks for having us. Yes, I hope you really enjoy nice. the podcast, and you know we like yours too. We shall. We will rate and review. <laughs> if you ever want a guest, we don't have to travel to an island. You come over here and you talk to me. Perfect. <laughs> so until next time, this is Adam for Jeff and Allie and Steve and Gina and Bald saying mahalo. Let me see you wiggle to get those jeans up. Follow the Adam Carolla Show on Twitter at Adam Carolla Show. Follow us on the Twitter at Adam Carolla. Leave us a voicemail at 888-634-1744. Then subscribe to Take a Knee. You get access to everything Adam Carolla ever did. Click the link at adamcarolla.com. Tickets and info on all the live podcasts, Mangria events, basic label classics, and Mangria events and movies and books and all kinds of stuff. It's all on the line at adamcarolla.com. Hey!